we have uh, we're joined on the line now, John, by uh, our local um, county councillor uh, from from Mahara, and that's uh, Pat Hayes. Pat, good morning to you. Good morning, Jim and John. Good morning, Pat. Uh, <clears throat> I suppose morning. we we asked you on this morning because, as well as uh, being our local councillor, you're also chair of the board of management of Scarif Community College, and. Uh, and that's there's there's a lot of um, a lot of activity there at the moment and big plans, Pat. Yeah, I suppose um, I've been involved in the in the community college for a long time now, and John remembers me when he was there. I was on the board at that particular time. So yeah, indeed. Uh, I, I suppose we've had a lot of different developments and different principles and different uh, challenges over the years, but uh, and. I suppose, like any school, we're always uh, on the view to progress and to upgrade and to improve facilities because I suppose, like everything else, uh, education um, is very much held by families and they look at schools and they look at the services and, and what's provided locally. And I suppose here in East Clare, you have competition from Tuller and you have Garton, you have Killaloo. So there's a choice for, for parents in, in a lot of cases to send pupils to different schools. But I think Scarlet Community College has a wonderful ethos over all the years of that word community. And I think it goes over and above uh, that, that word in a sense of being part of, of, of the community in a very embracing way. And I think as a board of management, we've always been trying to work with the, with the teachers and the management and the principal there. To, to upgrade the school services. So uh, for the last uh, while, we've had an application in with the department uh, to upgrade, uh, to get three additional rooms and uh, a metal work room and a woodwork room and a music room. So we're delighted that we got approval for that recently. And I suppose that's, in a sense, it shows a huge improvement again that we're actually going to improve and bring it into modern um, circles and in new rooms and, and, and all that that goes with it. And, and that work is, is hoped to begin in uh, early summer. So Pat, that's a very positive... St- tell me, Pat, uh, uh, are we shovel-ready on that project? Yes, we are. We you are? are. And, uh, yes, and uh, as far as I understand from the ETB, the LECTB, the, uh, the Education Training Board, that they have pre-tendered and looked at the contractors and all that. Yeah. So uh, I was speaking to Angela about this in the last few days, and... Uh, we're we're very hopeful that work will begin early in the summer in this project. So um, that a lot of work has gone on behind the scenes to actually get it to this level. And you know yourself with the department and all the over and backs about this and do you require this and all that. Yes. Uh, and we're now we're now just in that position where um, the ETB um, uh, have already uh, assessed. Uh, contractors and all that. They have a listing of contractors and people that they're always having on the whole. So uh, I'm, I'm told fairly clearly that we, we hope to begin work in early summer and that. So that's, I think that's, that's very, good. that's a great, that's great to hear that. And it's, it's yeah. badly needed as well because. And the duration um, of that, how long is it likely to take before uh, we're sweeping the tarmac? Uh, I suppose you're talking about a year really before yeah. you kind of get to that level because um you have, you know, the, the the whole thing is about expanding the the complex and the the services there, and there'll be certain on disruption when we're doing that as well. But 
look at I think the benefit of it is that we'll have extra rooms and we'll have more resources as well to improve the whole campus and yeah. when we talk about that the, the on the other element of that then is this, there's a, a huge push to improve the, the, the facilities that go to school as well and uh, there a few m- a month ago under the sports capital we were delighted we have a plan in place for um, uh, an 80 by 40 3G playing pitch and athletics track with flood lighting and that's a proposal that's coming very much from the parents and the teachers and, and all the staff and the principal uh, Angela uh, to Angela and the deputy and Angela as well yes. uh, to actually uh, while we have a fine community college and we have lots of ground and lots of that it is. It needs to be brought into modern um, uh, yeah. use now, and that idea of a three G pitch uh, and um, athletics track is really important. And uh, it's the start, I'd say, of, of a bigger project in terms of looking at all the facilities around the school as well. So, mm-hmm. because I, I think Pat, the, this, uh, the having these facilities in the school, I mean, it's not just for the school and for the pu- the students in the school. It, it's it's going to benefit the entire community uh, right around the the whole hinterland. Well, you see, it's the more than the the, the main hall that, that's in use and that was upgraded a good number of years. The use that gives to the community and to the drama and the musical and all the people that need it and the whole idea about upgrading the, 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 the pitch and the, and the athletic track is for the community and... Uh, we got 133,000 in the sports capital recently and that was supported by the rugby club as well because they see the value in, 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 in supporting having uh, sporting facilities in the community and, uh, and I suppose the, the, the start of this was that the, the, the school college community themselves and the parents raised nearly up to 20,000 prior to Christmas from a Christmas draw uh, and on top of that, of 133,000, we have a goal to try and get to 200,000 and uh, continue to build on that funding because, uh, like everything else, inflation is, is 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 rising. The cost of all these projects as well. Uh, and but we we're, we're we're very much out there looking to see can we get at that project very quickly as well. Uh, and we're at the moment, uh, you know, you've all done part of this promotional video as well and this. Uh, for the school uh, to promote um, what has been good about the school and what the opportunities are as well and what this will bring to the school. So I think it's exciting times all around, really, but I think there'll be a bit of an ask from the community and the people of East Clare as well, financially, to try and support this going forward as well. Uh, While we might get government grants and support at, 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 at national level, and as, you, as we all know, nothing is 100% funded. Uh, and there's a big ask to, to continue to do that. But we have a plan of action to try and, and go out to the community and particularly business. Uh, we don't particularly want to go back to the individuals that have contributed to the Christmas period. There's no doubt we'll be back later in the year <laughs> under another, another guise. But that never, that's a never-ending story. Yeah, well, uh, we're, very lo- of, yeah. we're very lucky, Pat, that, uh, that uh, we have a, a, chair, a chairperson like yourself there leading this, you know, because... We're in a catch-up situation in the college when you think about it. Uh, we were the first of the uh, in the list at second level to get the actual um, a new school. But of course, the years have brought about change and uh, expectations as well. And the two other second level schools in our uh, East Clare area, 
they have the very best of what is available today, isn't that right? So, well, I suppose uh, <laughs> whether you like it or not, it's great news to see Tuller down the road, and they're all part of my catchment area. And they went to Harty Cup, and they have the facilities, and they have a new school, and it attracts people there. And resources go with students too. Like so, there is there is a Absolutely. there is a challenge for there is a challenge uh, for every school, and the demographics are not. They're good enough for the next number of years in the East Clare area, but it's always a challenge to yeah. to try and grow areas. And that's a, that's another debate for a different forum in terms of how we grow East Clare as well. But I think, um, as you said there, we are a bit of a catch-up situation. But I think we've got a very positive start in the last few weeks with all these announcements. And it isn't that it happened overnight. It is something that's been worked on, particularly by the the principal uh, in terms of, of the the development of the the, the New rooms and the and the facilities mm. and 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 the staff in terms of the um, playing pitches and, and the athletic strike. There's been a lot of work going on. I suppose we have been hindered for the last couple of years, really, by by the COVID of and course, all that sort of, of elements. Course, is of that course. we couldn't really be launching something in the heart of COVID period. Mm. But I think there's a bit of a catch up. But I have no doubt that the that the communities of East Clare and the organisations to see the value in having an upgrade of, of the sporting facilities in particular. I know that you... Will in and support yeah, it. I know you have a, an, a, an interest, and for many years you have displayed that, uh, that interest in environmental factors. And we were talking here um, before we went on air this morning, Jim and myself, about what are the prospects of public buildings such as schools becoming models for alternative energy supply. I mean, I'm thinking, well, I'm just on that score, Pat, and I'll let you in then. I was stopped on the road the other day uh, in Scarf, and the person knew that Jim and myself were on, on, on Saturday. And they said, would you ask Pat, Pat Hayes, is there any possibility that... Uh, surplus solar energy being produced by the ordinary consumer or customer who, who, who can't use up the actual solar energy being provided, okay, is asking has to feed it in to the national grid and not get a penny for it. And he said, for God's sake, who's going to wake up, waken to that? And I said, well, I know one man who will waken to it, and that's Pat Aids, do you know? What do you think? Well, all I do, there's two questions there, really. I think that the ETB and all that need to make sure to future-proof uh, uh, buildings and things that are self-sufficient. And I think a lot of the new modern ways of... Uh, and I'm not 100% sure here what the, the plan of action is in relation to this build. Uh, but I do know that the school themselves talk a very proactive approach in, in recycling the water facilities and the around the and all that over the years and reusing water and all that and we're very environmentally conscious the school is uh, and it's something we can we'll push very strongly uh, and but but all the new modern bills that have been building everywhere now is kind of the traditionalist really in a sense that the new development in terms of housing there's no chimney and anything anymore yeah. it's all self-sufficient and it's all that way that's been developed how we'll tie that into the existing building in Scarf, uh, is, is it, it will be a challenge because presently it's been heated under heating and oil and all that, but we need to move away to that. 
Um, in relation to um, the individuals that are presently have solar panels and generating heat and, uh, and generating electricity, I think there is a move on at national level to try and get that addressed so that you get it actually paid for what you... Uh, because there is an energy crisis, and this is something that we addressed with the, actually the students from Scarif Community College uh, I want to praise Ms. Sheridan. Uh, uh, they, they had a proactive approach recently in terms of the county development plan and the new county development plan. And they've made some, uh, pres- they've made a, an, a presentation, so then uh, submissions to the county development plan, the draft one. And recently they visited the council chamber again. But a number of key things come up there is, 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 is energy security and and environmentally conscious decisions that have been made going forward, how that will affect the next generation. Mm. And it was an interesting debate with them as well. So I think there is really, there really has to be a change of heart here because uh, this week at our early meeting, I was discussing um, the issue of charging points for cars. Yes. There isn't one yes. in, our, in, our, in our municipal district. That's so, right. Like, we can't be expecting uh, government policy to be rolled out if we haven't policy coming to actually support facilities around charging as well. Yes. So I think there is, I think there is a big movement and we've had a lot of debate now in a lot of forums recently. The challenge is now is that because of this energy security issue at a world level really is that a lot of the environmentally conscious issues that need to be dealt with could be shoved back and there's a lot of debate I hear from a lot of people about the carbon tax and all that at the moment because the basic cost of people living is, is been is been people are struggling now to 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 survive, mm. uh, and those fuel costs and those electricity costs. Um, uh, I've heard an economist okay. talk that the basic the basic home now will be uh, by the time inflation is finished in this year, will have an extra cost of about three thousand on on every family on every home. Yeah, and that's a huge substantial cost to people. So I think I'd be half afraid that because of the current challenges uh, in the world economies yeah. that uh, environmental issues mightn't get the, the level that they deserve. And okay. And that's uh, a, a balancing act, actually. A balance, right. We'll, we'll, we'll return to the balance on the seesaw <laughs> with you again. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, but uh, I have fulfilled one of my objectives this morning with you, and that is that the question of people who are private uh, consumers who are producing solar energy, okay, uh, are not getting a single cent for feeding the surplus, okay, into the national grid. And they're saying it's a disgrace. It's a simple enough uh, decision to make. Yes, they must get, DSB must pay. So I've passed it but, on. But, but my un, my understanding is that there is movement in that, and that, and that people will be will be compensated. It is it is, it is the grid systems that are uh, that that it, it, it's a kind of a complicated system. Okay. A lot of it, and okay. I I kind of often wonder about our national politicians. I won't give out about them, but a lot of that decisions that are made at national level. Like it's it's a kind of a stu- foolish thing not to support people that can support. Isn't this really um, okay? Is, that, you know, people that are. If I have solar panels here and I have uh, 
and if I'm generating electricity and I have an excess of it and I'm not getting paid for it or not reducing my bills in the future, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of... You should be credited for it anyway, yes. at least. It's a minimum. Okay, Pat. Pat. Literally, <laughs> I know you're... One. Thanks a million for, for coming on this morning. First of all, on your role as chair of the board of management of uh, Scarlet Community College, we wish you every success in terms of fundraising and, and ongoing work. And we'll be happy to, to pass on whatever information that you have in relation to fundraising and events and those and ways that people of East Clare uh, can contribute to the new splendid facilities that are going to be in place in Scarif Community College. So, Pat Hayes, many thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you both, and thanks. And thank you, Pat. Thanks again for the opportunity. Yeah, thank, okay. you. thank you. Thank you.